podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. 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 Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to another episode of Dysonomics Podcast. I hope you've had a fantastic weekend. I have big shout out to my day one bros. Yemi, happy birthday to you. We had a great weekend. Now, I hope everyone has a great week. I hope you're staying safe and all those good stuff. I hope you listened to last week's podcast. Very, very good podcast. I discussed the recent um, local elections regarding Labour Party and their big, big time slapping. They got really, really crushed, which is not a good look. Of course, the Labour Party then went on to kind of self-implode. We saw people getting sat, cabinet reshuffles. And so I was joined by the great Mike from the Common Sense podcast to discuss where does the Labour Party go from here and if they can go onwards and upwards and kind of get the party back together and start to convince the British public of their competency because right now it's looking very very spooky so that's last week's podcast make sure you check that out of course youtube no youtube this week um patreon of course and all that good stuff and yeah hope you enjoy this week's episode hi guys mxm and listen to the dysonomics podcast because it's late. It's, late. it's late yo yo what's going on people we back up i want you to get the word out we back up that's a great great clip by the great string a bell from the wire to let people know that yo the gang's back up and when i say we back up i mean may 17th by the time you're hearing this we may 17th and we will be back up that is the third step of the coronavirus recovery from lockdown measures now this podcast we're going to quickly go through what's happening what the changes are and if we should be worried about our real next step of freedom which is step four on June 21st due to the Indian variant. So let's start with what's changed. So right now, and what's staying the same. So we still have to work from home or we're advised to. So the government's guidance is continue to work from home if you can. Of course, in some circumstances you can't, but if you can, continue to work from home. If you are traveling within the UK, let's say you go from London to Manchester or from Leeds to Sheffield and so on and so forth, you should plan in advance and do it safely. So traveling domestically, is not against the guidance anymore we can still we can now begin to do that now what is interesting is the gathering limits so before there was a gathering limit amount of people that could gather indoors and outdoors these have been changed 30 people now can gather outdoors and indoors either two separate households including support bubbles or up to six people now obviously the coronavirus is more likely to spread indoors so that's why the limits on indoor gatherings are significantly lower than outdoors and obviously now with outdoors it's harder for coronavirus to spread so that's why the limit has been increased to 30 people. Now a bit more detail as I said you can meet in a group of up to six from any number of households children of all ages count towards a limit of six but in a group of any size for up to two households each household can include an existing support bubble if eligible. So meeting friends and family now is more about personal responsibility rather than government rules. So now the guidance has changed. It's more about you being personally responsible and trying to act in a COVID compliant manner than rather strict legislative rules. 
Now, the two-meter rule essentially has kind of gone out the windows. More, they are now more encouraging us to exercise cautious. And this is from me reading the government guidance on the government website. So this is not just some waffle. This is directly from the horse's mouth, as the people say. Now, some of the things are opening up, opening up that were not open before. Cinemas are now opening up. So I'm looking forward to be able to go to like a nice cinema, get some nice food and chill. I haven't had that experience for a long time. I wouldn't mind doing that. Theatres. Go catch a young Hamilton. Great, great show. If you haven't seen that, go see that. What else? Concert halls. I've missed going to concert. I think the last concert I went to was Drake in 2019, Feb. Drake and Tory Lanez. Oops, I probably, I should probably say Drake are redacted right now. Uh, bowling alleys. I know people love a young bowling. I'm terrible at that. Casinos. I don't really care about casinos. I don't gamble like that. But I did used to enjoy watching um, sports events, especially NFL at casinos in Leicester Square. That was a good time. Amusement parks, arcades, museums, young date night, and of course, children indoor play areas were permitted to open as long as their COVID secure measures. So depending on their COVID secure measures, these places can be permitted to open. Live performances, indoor and outdoor, as well as sporting and business events will all be allowed for people to come and attend. But this is dependent on, of course, on their COVID measures. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, obviously, we saw this weekend Chelsea had the FA Cup final against Leicester City. That was played in Wembley. It wasn't full capacity, but there's still quite a lot of fans, and that was nice to see. Like I have missed the fans at sport. They bring the atmosphere they bring in. I didn't realize in random. Like I actually quite enjoy watching football without the fans because you hear the sounds of the players and and the and the sound effects however when certain things happen hearing the noise from the crowd you just can't be it just can't be it organized sports can take place um for the indoor one so for example basketball that can come back as well as gym classes i know a lot of people definitely miss their gym classes so that's going to be back in business all holiday accommodation will be open including hotels and b&b's so for you horny little devils that want to get your leg over, <laughs> you guys, you're back up now. Hotels, Airbnbs are now open. You don't have to have go there for particular reasons, but I know some people still manage to slide through on a late one during the lockdown anyway. And groups can be up to six or two households, just as the indoor guidance, the rules stay the same. Now, when you look at, funeral attendances, they will now be determined about how many how many people can be put into that venue whilst not jeopardising the COVID integrity. So, for, I don't know, I just jazzed up that sentence. Please bear with me. I, I don't know why I'm speaking like this. But the amount of people that, are, that will be allowed to attend is dependent on how many people they can fit in and still be compliant with COVID protocols. So, there's not like a 30 limit, which is pretty good. However, of, of course, so basically the venue has to be able to accommodate people social distancing. Now, however, weddings and wakes, christenings, bar or bat mitzvahs, they have been increased to 30 people max. So the best time to get married, in my opinion, save some good, good money. All higher education students will be able to access in-person teaching. So no more online stuff now. They can actually get their tuition in person. And of course, there's still access for the, I think they're still required to do two tests a week. Legal restrictions on traveling internationally are now gone. 
So remember before, it was illegal to travel abroad. Now, as I've stated on previous episodes and post YouTube, travel light system, green. So if, if the countries, there's a green list, red list, amber list, yeah? On the green list, these are countries, and there's currently only 12, including Portugal. You can fly to these countries and come back. Obviously, you need to show negative COVID tests going there and back. And all you have to do is a PCR test on second day of your arrival and you will not have to quarantine. The amber list, which is where the majority of nations are currently listed, you will have to quarantine for 10 days and take a PCR test on the second and eighth day of your quarantine. And with a red list, you are not really permitted to travel to them under unless it's um, serious circumstances. People who are not British residents or citizens can't come into the country period from these red list countries. And if you come to the red, if you come home from one of these countries, while well, you've been, you've been present in a red list country over the last 10 days, you will be forced to, or you should be attending a quarantine hotel that is about £1,800, where you'll be doing your PCR test on the second and eighth day of your quarantine. Now, according to the Transport Secretary, Grant Shapps and Border Force, they will be strenuous with this. They're looking at everybody's documents as you come in the country. Have you booked your PCR tests? Have you booked your quarantine hotel if you're coming from a redless country? So that is something to look out for. Now, new variants. So there's a new COVID variant, an Indian variant, which could pose serious disruption to a lockdown ease on June 21st. Everybody after me say, God forbid, God forbid. Amen. The cases in the UK have tripled in the past week alone, according to Public Health England, of this Indian variant. It is if the Indian variant is found to be significantly more transmissible, there could be some hard choices. This is from the Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Because obviously, if this variant is going to spread quicker, are we going to continue to ease? Are we going to lock things down a little bit? What are we going to do? He's announced that the wait between jabs will be cut from 12 weeks to eight weeks for over 50s and the clinical vulnerable just to make sure everybody's jabbed up to protect us as there's new variants coming around. Bolton and Blackburn are experiencing a new spread of the COVID-19 variant, so there's going to be certain measures put into place there. Obviously, viruses mutate all the time. They produce different versions of variants, and most of these mutations are insignificant, and some may even make the virus less dangerous, but others can make it more contagious and harder to vaccinate. Remember the Kent um, the virus in the back end of 2020, which, which is a reason why we saw a rampant, rampant rampant third wave in the uk which really was why we were in this long last lockdown in fact i think more than half of the covid deaths came from that period now so far it's been spotted in at least 21 countries according to gisaid global database international international travel appears to be the reason why the variant come to uk and scientists do not know whether the variant is more infectious or resistant to the vaccine so according to Dr. Jeremy Camel, a virologist at Louisiana State University, he states that mutations are similar to those that are seen in variants identified by South Africa, South Africa and Brazil. And this mutation may help the virus evade antibodies in the immune system that can fight coronavirus based on experience from prior infection of vaccine. But what appears to be more worrying at the moment is the variant identified in the UK, which is dominant in Britain and has spread to more than 50 countries so I doubt that he also goes, I doubt that whether the UK Indian variant is more infectious than the UK variant. I and mean, we must not panic. So just saying karma, 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 karma. 
Scientists do believe existing vaccines will help control the variant when it comes to preventing severe disease. Some variants will inevitably escape the current vaccine, according to a paper published by Professor Gupta and these fellow researchers. So that's the current just now. So they're saying we've got to be careful. We're going to take every precaution we can, but it's not panic stations yet. There's no scientific evidence that this is the complete mad thing. But guys, let us be praying because we want June 21st to go smoothly, but this could get in the way. So stay safe, stay woke. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you share it. Follow on SoundCloud. No, subscribe. Yeah, follow on SoundCloud. Follow on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Until next week, peace and blessings. Sports Social Podcast Network.